The way she moves through this journey has such grace, such confidence. Her words, so fluent, so magical, you can't help but be drawn to her. Her aura, breathtaking. Her name, Black Woman. I am Chelsea Coleman, aka Cleo the Godmother, the creator and host of Black Girls Speak TV. And this is Black Girls Speak, a podcast for and about informing, uplifting, and empowering women of color across the globe. Did you miss me? Because I missed y'all, man. What's up? What's up, BGS Nation? It's your girl, Cleo the Godmother. And I am here on Black Girls Speak, Season 2, Episode 4, where I'm talking about all things black woman, all things black girl, all things black. Y'all know I got to put emphasis on, on that black, because that's what I am, black. That's what you are. Well, some of my viewers. That's what, that's what y'all are. Y'all are black. So, um, I think the goal for today should definitely be to help your brother and help your sister because it's crazy out here. <laughs> I got a bunch of friends. First of all, let's, let's talk about Hurricane Ida because most of you who don't know, I moved. I, do, I no longer reside in Louisiana. I now reside in San Francisco, California. And it's so wild because I moved a week before the storm came. So thinking about it, if I wouldn't have moved, I would have been stuck in Louisiana crying, probably ready to fight because then I would have missed out on grad school. I would have missed out on my first semester of grad school, I would have had to play catch up. And when I further explain, you're gonna understand why I don't have time to play catch up. Hurricane Ida impacted my family, my friends. Shit, Louisiana as a whole. And I think it's important that right now we Help those around us because, as we can see, we really only have each other. I mean, I haven't seen any government officials talk about Hurricane Ida in the way that it it actually is. They have a way of romanticizing and simplifying what's really going on. And I kind of wish that they didn't do that because... they're only focusing on the major cities in Louisiana. And there are places like Thibodeau, Laplace, Lafayette, Hammond, where I'm from, where it's like ruined. Like some of my friends from where I'm from in Hammond won't have lights until September 17th. (laughs) Like, are you serious? And the storm happened, what, two, three weeks ago? I'm not really certain because when it happened, it was a blur because my family was back at home and they didn't have no lights. and I just was worried about them, especially because I'm so far away. I'm like 3,000 miles away. And it just, it took a toll on me mentally. And a part of me wanted to go back home and say, F all this. 
I'm going back home. My people need me. But a part of me was like, me being here is going to be their way to leave when another one comes. I say all that to say. <laughs> it's a spiel. <laughs> I did a spiel. But I say all that to say, please help your friends, help your family. Especially right now, man. It's like hurricane, then pandemic. I got friends who in undergrad, who in grad school, who either can't go back to school because they don't have anywhere to stay or are forced to go back to school because the school's making them go back. So it's just this this transition, this period of life that we're in is hectic, it's chaotic. It's almost like you can never get a break. If it's not one thing, it's another thing. And I really want us to see the bigger picture, in my opinion, from my perspective. And the bigger picture is we only have each other. Yeah, Biden came and saw and did what the president's supposed to do. But like I said, we supposed to, Louisiana's supposed to be back up and running by now if we're such this great country and our infrastructure is so, uh, and people want to come here and live. Don't, don't you think we would, we would already be back up the lights? Anyways, help your people. I'm probably going to, not even probably. There will be links to donate, to send cash apps, to send food. I will try my best to go on Twitter because that's the only places that actually have links to donate to survivors and all that. I'll try my hardest to put the links to people's GoFundMes, to people that I know personally, to people that know my people personally, just so we can create a flow of giving. Because when you give, you get back, you know? So, yeah, I'm probably going to do that because it's important. <laughs> I think that... I had to clear my throat. I think that this pandemic and Hurricane Ida together is an eye-opener. And I'm not going to get too deep into it because I have other episodes to record so I can always save it for later. But I just want you guys to think about that. You know? These, it's it's weird that they're happening in the at the same time in the same cycle in our lives. Because you know, life is seasonal and we go through cycles. And, and it seems like I'm not going to go too deep into it because I want to talk about it in another episode. But I think that it's important that we open our eyes right now because a lot of the things that we believed are just illusions. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just, you know, introspective and, you know, self-observing and whatnot. And I'm just really thinking about it, you know? Because even though I'm in California... And I'm not in Louisiana. California is suffering from fires. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like literally ne non-stop, never-ending. Pandemic, climate change, hurricane. And then you got New... I know y'all saw New York. I'm, I'm mad that I almost left them out. New York was flooded. I've never, ever seen New York like that in my life. And New York is like my dream home. Like, I can't wait to move out there and just experience that life. I've never seen New York like that before. So everything is really just like 
hell is going on? You know? I don't know. But I would love to hear what you got to say. So in the comment section below, please, please tell me all about the pandemic, all about the hurricane, all about everything. And just tell me how it makes you feel. This is an open space. And it's important that we have these conversations. Now, besides all the emotional stuff, you know, the song of the week is, <laughs> it's going to be funny. But it's not funny because this is from my heart. The song of the week is I'm Up. By NBA Youngboy, free him, period. You know where I'm from. I ain't, I ain't even got to say nothing else about it. That's the song of the week. Go listen to it. Free my nigga. Thank you. Now, the book of the month is a book that my oldest sister gave me that I've been reading. She doesn't know I've been reading. I haven't really told her because I wanted to finish it before I told her. But um, the book of the week is... The Psychology of Wealth. And I believe that she gave me this book because she knew that I was moving to a new city where the living wages and how I salary and all that is way different. Rent is way higher. Everything costs money out here. So I feel like she gave me this book so I wouldn't lose my mind while I was out here trying to live like a, a grad student. I love this book so far. I'm on, I think I'm on like chapter four. I don't even know how many chapters are in this book. Let's see. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. How many chapters are in this book, man? Eleven. I'm on chapter four. Um, I just started reading this book maybe two weeks ago. And I love it. I think you all should get it. You already know I'm going to have the link. To this book on Amazon in the description box. Just like I'm going to have I'm Up by NBA Youngboy in the description box. Because free him. Now, now that that's over, let me put this book down. You guys like my new setup? <laughs> Isn't it great, guys? I love my new setup. It looks so much more podcasty. Because before it was given very much... You knew, huh? This is given very much... You know what's going on. And I enjoy it. Um, I got this picture. <sighs> I'm going to get emotional. I got this picture from one of my good friends, Kaylin Jackson, her mom. Miss Jackson. Because I'm not going to say her name on here because y'all do know all it. She ended up giving me this one night when I... Went to spend some time with all my friends in um, New Orleans before I left. And she just gave it to me. She was just like, here, I want you to have this. And I was like, what? Because when I went to her house, she had so many pictures of just black art. Like, just black women art. And just, you know, it just made me, I don't know, I was just attracted to it. I'm just like, dang, she got so much art in her house. Like, everywhere you looked, there was a big picture of just like somebody with a fro. And it was amazing. And she gave me this picture. And I can't wait to meet the person who painted it because I'm excited. So if you see this, thank you so much. I love this picture. I'm never going to give it away. It's always going to be my picture. I'm always going to tell everybody where I got it from. Shout out to Kayla Jackson. I love you. Shout out to your mom. Amazing woman. Ain't nothing like a Delta woman, huh? Woo! Shout Nothing like a Delta woman. All right. Moving on. So, 
It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute since I got on here and I talked my talk and I told y'all how I felt about what was really going on. And though I want to get heavy, I think this episode is going to be real light, real light overview. I don't want to get too deep with y'all just yet because I have been quiet and, and growing and learning and I'm on something else right now. So I'm going to tell y'all, just be ready for me. But I really wanted to check in with y'all because I feel like you guys deserve to know why I haven't been making episodes. I literally stopped making episodes, season two, episode three. By now, I'm supposed to have about 10, 12 episodes of season two. But life happens, things happen, and it's always necessary. Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you have to put other things aside to make sure you're okay. And I knew that I couldn't. I'm, I'm a person that's really all or nothing, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm figuring that out as I'm growing. But either I'm going to do it all the way I'm not going to do it at all. And I felt like if I couldn't give my podcast my undivided attention, then it was kind of pointless, you know? So, and then on top of that, I had other things going on in my life that I'm about to get into that kind of just made me pump the brakes on it. Because like I said, I'm either all or nothing. Either I'm all the way in or I'm not touching it. I don't have to do anything. Um, so, before I was about to drop episode four, I think I had a show to do, and I couldn't drop it, and then on top of that, I had recently found out, now, I went to the illustrious Dillard University, um, I graduated this summer, shout out to me, <laughs> and I graduated with two degrees, not one. Theater, arts, and then psychology as my second one. And being that I'm a double major, I I knew that I was going to have to stay at school just a little longer. But I didn't want to stay too long. I didn't want to be a super senior. You already know how that is. So I was overloading. I was taking like 21 credits. I was taking 19 credits, you know, every other semester just so I could get out on time. Now... Shout out to class of 2020 because y'all didn't even get to have a graduation. Everything was taken from y'all. So shout out to y'all for still pushing through, still being strong. I know some of my homies are in grad school. Some of my homies are back at home working, you know, grinding. Shout out to y'all for real. Um, and I did. I wasn't ever able to graduate with my class. So it was already just taking a toll on me. Like, bro, I cannot graduate with my class. Like, oh my God, I'm about to have a freaking panic attack here. So then I said, okay, Cleo, you, you want both of your degrees? You get both of your degrees. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to be class 21. I'm good. It's just one year. Whatever. I'm working hard. I got my I got my semesters lined up in my head. I'm thinking I'm good. A month or two before graduation, they tell me that I'm missing, what, a science class? I don't even like science. I don't even need science. So I was pissed. I was highly pissed. And I beat myself up 
for a long time, like, bro, how are you gonna let this happen? Like, how am I not looking my own schedule? I can't be dependent on these. You know, I, I, I can't be dependent on, on my advisors. I gotta do it myself. I'm, like, really fussing at myself, like, bro, how could you let this happen? And the beauty of that was I wasn't by myself. My best friend, Makai Hayes, shout out to you. He also, we, we were literally doing the same thing because he was a, he went from being, I think, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, I hope I'm right. He went from being a music major to a theater major because Makai is into playwriting and writing. He had a whole organization that he did play. I'm talking about phenomenal plays. But he changed his major from theater, no, from music to theater, and I think he put music as a minor. And in his mind, I'm going to graduate on time. He Now, mind you, he was already class of 21. Already. So, him, you know, he thinking he's going to graduate on time. We literally both had to take, like, a class or two this summer. So, whole summer, ruined. Couldn't walk. Everybody in 21 graduated. Everybody in 2021 graduated. And I'm still at school. Super senior supposed to graduate last year i'm still here in the summer so it took a toll on me i'm not even gonna lie it, it really affected me and how i thought about myself and it's so it's so interesting because i had so much to be grateful for i mean i'm a double major first one in my family and by the the the, the part that really just almost makes me ashamed of being so ungrateful is the fact that I already was accepted to grad school. I'm in summer school, yeah, but I'm already set to move to California. I'm already set. My classes are already set. I didn't talk to my directors, my advisors at Academy of Art University where I'm going now. And I was still just complaining, pessimistic. I can't believe I'm in summer school. Ugh. And Looking back on it now, I wish I would have used that time to podcast, to tell y'all what I felt because I knew that I wasn't the only one and I'm pretty sure even though my pain came from not graduating on time, there was still a lot of stuff going on around me. Pandemic was still out. You know, and a lot of people didn't graduate on time. A lot of my friends didn't know what they were going to do after college. You know, I feel, I feel like I would have been able to relate to a lot of people. I just, I was too ashamed to say that I was graduating a year after I was supposed to graduate. Really a year and a semester. And... It kind of makes me upset <laughs> that I wasn't podcasting. I could have been telling y'all all about that. And I think that that time away from podcasting helped me understand that that's what it's for. <laughs> podcasting is for me to tell y'all what's going on with me and around me because somebody's going to relate to it. And now that I know that, there's no stopping me. <laughs>
Moving on. Um. Now speaking of late graduation, something like that. I really wanna talk about the Kanye and Drake stuff. I know I'm. This not a podcast for that kind of stuff, but they black, so I just feel like I should be able to talk about them. So. <sighs> I love Drake's album. I love Kanye's album. Drake is impeccable. Kanye is impeccable. I don't want to say that one had a better album than the other because they're so different, you know? They're not the same. So I'm just going to say how I feel about both of them. I'm going to start with Drake. Because Drake is really hot right now. Everybody loves his album, Certified Lover Boy. The cover is getting replicated by, you know, brands and all that kind of stuff. So he he really, his, his numbers are good right now. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know this, but I think this is what I saw. I think there was like a, a Peppa Pig album or like a song or something that came out when Kanye's album came out and their stuff had more ratings and more numbers than Kanye. So it's, I don't know. I think <laughs> that Drake has a very, I think Drake is smart. I think that he knows what time to put it out. I think that he knows how to grab attention. I think he knows what to say. I think he picks really good features. I think that he makes sure that we're pleased with him. I've noticed that Drake makes a lot of music for for his fans, you know. And some artists, you know, they make music for themselves and their fans just happen to like it. But I feel like Drake intentionally makes songs that he know his fans are going to like. And I, I appreciate that about him. He's been doing this for a long time. And I'm pleased. I Because I'm not going to lie, his last album, it just felt very mainstream. Like, I liked some of the songs, but it just felt very mainstream. Like, he just felt like he kind of just threw it together and was like, there you go. Couple, a couple number ones, I'm good. But I think him taking this time off, really waiting it out and saying he going to drop it and not dropping it, I think that the anticipation is so worth it because the album is impeccable. <laughs> like... I can listen to it full through, no skips, and be perfectly fine with what I feel when I listen to it. One of my favorite songs is In Too Deep. Don't judge me. That's just one of my favorite. <laughs> that's just one of my favorite songs. Um, and um, and I like the song with him and Nicki. Now, do not shoot me, do not kill me. I am not a Nicki fan. I appreciate Nicki for what she's done for black women and female rappers. Always. I will always put respect on her name. I will always honor her for that. But her as a person, I'm not really interested. Now, her music, it's legendary. You you there, you can put on Nicki Minaj. Look, look Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you can put on a Nicki Minaj song right now, and I'll probably know it. And I'll probably know a, a bar off of it because it's Nicki Minaj. But I'm not really a fan. He also got Lil Wayne on there. Loved it. Thought it was great. Um, yeah, I loved it. I love his album. I got captions for days now. I got them all written down in my notes. Like, you know, he, he got his 
lyrics in his songs, you know. Now, Kanye. I miss the old Kanye, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I miss the Kanye that was political and raw and very opinionated. And he still is, he's still political, he's still raw, he's still opinionated, but he kinda just, it makes me sad to watch him deteriorate the way he is. Cause he's slowly like losing his momentum. I appreciate the album though, and I appreciate his variety. Now, I think that's one thing that Kanye has that Drake doesn't. I think Kanye has tried a little bit of everything. He got like he got like the old Chicago type of vibe. Then he got that sad it always heartbreak. Then he got like that rock star techno Jesus type thing, and now he on Jesus. You know, I, I I can't I can't be mad at that. I I have to. You gotta you gotta you gotta give the great they respect, man. Because only the greats can can do seven different things, and people still listen to him. And I mean, before him and Drake was even beefing, he sold out a whole stadium. Like had people sneaking in, and all he did was walk around <laughs> in a mask and a a jumpsuit with a bubble coat or whatever he had on. Some Kanye stuff. So, I'm not going to say that his album was bad. I think it was impeccable. I listened to the whole thing all the way through, no skips. And I think my favorite song is a song with him. Oh, no, no, no. It's the song with the Lauryn Hill sample. I love Lauryn Hill. So, when I heard it, I'm like, oh, already I liked it. I can't think of the name. I wish I could think of the name right now. But you'll know what I'm talking about if you listen to it like everybody claim they have and they put their opinions on it. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all have a habit of saying, we want music, we want music, we want new music, new music, new music, we want rappers. We tired of these mainstream mumble woo woo woo. And then, we, then you, you get the Drakes and the Kanye's and the J. Cole's and the Kendrick's and you don't even pay them attention. You, you tell them it's trash. <laughs> because if y'all don't know, Kendrick... Lamar, K Dot is coming back out. <laughs> and this is the last one and I just tell you right now because Kendrick Lamar got me through a lot, man. No, but like seriously, Kendrick Lamar got me through a lot. His last album, damn. Don't even talk to me. There's maybe I'm just too young. Or too old. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just not a music guru like I think I am. But I don't think I've ever heard an album where I can play it frontwards and backwards and hear two different stories. I don't think I can do that. Yeah. So, shout out to Kendrick. I'm waiting on your album. Don't play with me. You need to put it out this year. Or at least put it out the beginning of next year so I can have, you know, an album to say was the album of my year. You know? You know you gotta... Every, I feel like if you into music, you gotta have an album of the year where you listen to that album all the time. It just made you feel good. It was a part of your life in that moment. You got to. Man. But I do believe that the Drake and Kanye beef was great. I love hip-hop beef. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I enjoy the going back and forth. The, oh, I'm gonna get more numbers. I'm gonna get more numbers. Because all it... All it does is hype up what's about to happen. Oh my God, who had the best album? Ooh, ooh. 
And I mean, it's fun. We get to get on Twitter and have discussions. And I ain't gonna lie, I love Twitter. I love black Twitter. Social media is draining and it's... It's draining and stuff, but I just feel like I love Twitter. <laughs> I get on Twitter and figure find out everything, figure out everything, know everything that's going on. And it's also aggravating because I'm seeing everybody else's opinion that I didn't ask for. But it is what it is. And I think that the Drake and Kanye beef was just important for the culture. Any type of hip-hop beef to me, when it, when it comes to rappers like that, it's important. I mean, Kanye put this man address out. Drake sent a video of him black. It just was good, you know? It just was a good, good beef. Even though it was short-lived, it was great. Now, Drake, in my opinion, did kill Pusha T. I'm not gonna lie, he killed Pusha T. But continue. I don't even care about Pusha T's beef. Um, but him and Kanye... I just, even though Kanye gets on my nerves, he does stupid, dumb, inconsiderate things. He's he's honorary. Just like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne say some dumb, ignorant, just, you be like, Wayne, you from Louisiana. But he's honorary. Like, Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper forever until he started being ignorant. And he's still in my top five, my top ten. He's still in the lineup. So you got to just give people their credit. I don't think I will ever discredit Kanye. I don't care what he does. Because his music also got me through a lot. His music inspired me to be political. To hear... you. Before J. Cole, it was Kanye. Before Kendrick, it was Kanye. You get what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta honor those type of people. You, you, you feel me? Like before Drake, it was Lil Wayne. You, you gotta, you gotta. It don't matter what they do. You gotta honor them because they, without, who would have been who without the first? You know what I mean? I guess it's just how I feel about it. You know? I don't really know, but yeah, I think it's great. You know? Um, I want to talk about where I've been. <laughs> so, I've been ducked off, I've been chilling, and I've been moving to San Francisco. I am currently, you see my jacket, you see what it say, I'm a California girl, no, I'm from Louisiana, baby, forever and ever, but right now, I'm in California, I've been here for two weeks, guys, and it's so different, it's so different <laughs> than what I'm used to, I'm used to mosquitoes and flies and trees and grass and I'm seeing over here gnats with no mosquitoes and hundreds of people on the street at one time. Now I love it because they're not social. So I don't have to talk to nobody. But it's still a culture shock. I mean and the food uh, where I'm from <laughs> where I'm from the food I can go anywhere, and even though it might be considered nasty, it's still going to be good. Like, I went to Popeye's out here, and I was devastated. <laughs> I was utterly devastated. Most definitely devastated. I did not understand what the hell I was eating. 
I didn't I didn't know. I'm not. And then I also went to Walmart and I got some seasoning. So when I cook, yeah, I'm cooking now, y'all. So when I cook, <laughs> it can taste like home. And the seasonings out here are, are I mean, they got garlic powder, powder, garlic powder, onion powder. But they don't have no Tony. That's all there is, no Tony. Like, what the? I almost cursed. What, what the hell? You ain't got no Tony's out here? But it is, they ain't even got no hot, they ain't even got no Louisiana hot sauce out here. They got Tabasco. What I'm gonna do with Tabasco? They got Sriracha. I don't even want no Sriracha. I need Louisiana. I need Crystal hot sauce. They have none of it. I'm gonna end up asking my sister and my mom for a care package because I'm gonna have a, a heart attack. I might as well go vegan out here. And I'm not gonna lie. They Mexican spots, they Asian and, and, and all those spots. Like, when I say real authentic, like, you know, back home, they have some authentic, but it's mostly, like, you know, manufactured. Out here, this is real authentic Mexican and Asian foods. Like, real, like, almost I'm scared to eat it because I know it's going to be real and I don't know what they really be eating type thing. So I'm excited to try. I've been to the beach. I have a, an apartment, a studio apartment. I just feel so grown. And I really want to cry and scream and punch walls. But I'm an adult. Adulting sucks. Moving on. Oh, oh, oh. I'm 23 years old. And I just got a car this year. And I just got my license this year. Don't judge me. And I can drive. And I literally learned how to drive by coming out here. Now, mind you, going from Louisiana to San Francisco, I drove half and half with one of my homeboys. Shout out to him. And I thought I could drive. I'm like, man, I cannot drive. Like, I'm going to crash the car. I got a ticket. Y'all got a... Y'all... We were driving through Texas to get to San Francisco, to get to California. You know, Texas is the longest part. Just disgusting. And I'm driving. I'm talking about, I'm trying to get us there. Like, I'm really whipping. Why I got a ticket? <laughs> Why I got my first speeding ticket in Texas? Not even in my home state. I got a ticket in Texas, you heard me? I'm doing 85 and a 65. Okay, and... I'm trying to get somewhere. You feel me? Why are you in my face? I didn't. Anybody who know me know how I feel about cops. I didn't get outraged. <laughs> I didn't get disrespectful. But I did let my homeboy finish driving. Because my nerves were already bad because you pulled me over. Because I was doing 85 and 65 and I feel disrespected already. Because if I'm in, don't worry about it. But, yeah, he was white or whatever. And then we got pulled over again by another cop. He wasn't even a cop. Talk about some, oh, my God, y'all need to. You know how when you get a new car and they got the little, what, you, you, you from Louisiana. I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, it might be different from everybody else. But in Louisiana, you get a new car, they put, like, the little tag on the back of your car with, like, the date that, it's, that it expires and that you're supposed to have your license plate and all that. We put ours on our window. Some people put theirs on the back, you know, like where your, what's it called? Where your license plate go. And ours was in the window. Well, mine was in the window. He pulled me up to talk about some, 
you in Texas, and you're supposed to be in the back, and woo-woo, and you're going to get pulled over again, and all this other dumbness. So I let my homeboy drive. You finish driving. That way we won't get pulled over no more. That way my nerves won't get bad. That way we everybody good. Because if another cop pull me over, I'm going to shoot him. And I hope he say hands up, don't shoot. Moving on. There's so much I can say about this topic before I explode. Yeah, I know Texas, right? Yeah, I know him too. He, I mean, he cool or whatever, but he be having his days. But he had one of them days, and I don't like it. So basically, Texas has an abortion ban. If you're six weeks, you can't get an abortion. And it's taking me, excuse my French, it's taking me the fuck out. <laughs> How? I just want to know who's in charge. I want to know who made, who, what happened. You know, you know how you want to know. I want to know what happened. I want to know who said that that was okay. I want to know who said, okay, six weeks, that's it. And cause, because it, at six weeks, you, you kind of don't even... You're, it's almost like you're just starting to figure out that you are because you're having your symptoms. And I want to know why why, why women weren't making that decision. Why it was mostly men and why it was mostly white men and why it was it mostly old white men. And why is everybody in higher ups in the system old white men? I just don't understand, you know? I be trying to understand, get everybody the benefit of the doubt. But I, when I look down to the system, I don't, I don't get it. The infrastructure, the foundation of this system is utter trash. Disgusting. Beneath me. And I'm going to make sure that I talk about it all the time. Because I want you to know that it's disgusting too. Now, I would love to go into detail, but we're going to save that for the next episode. And I think that the next episode is going to be Respect Black Women. So I can finally finish that trilogy. Because I went from they listen to Black Women to protect black women and now it's respect black women because when I said listen to us it was cute and then I put protect us and I got comments from everywhere talking about protect yourself and now I'm gonna put respect because at this point that's all you need to do I don't need, you don't need to listen to me you don't need to protect me just respect me when I walk in the room moving on It just feels so good to be talking to y'all again. But, um, like my professor says, all good things must come to an end. <laughs> so I think it's best that you unplug from everything and everybody because there's so much going on, y'all. Like, it's, 
so much going on. It's so much going on that I don't even have the words to even talk about everything that's going on because it's it's so much going on. There's so much that I can say. But make sure that you put yourself first. Make sure that you make sure that you're a priority right now in these trying times. It's trying times. <laughs> make sure that you honor your body and your mind right now because those are the two things that we're battling with and spiritually, but everybody's not spiritual, so hey, I couldn't really say that. Um, but those of you who are spiritual, talk to them, whoever him is. And yeah, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy that you guys are gonna still tune in, even though I have been missing my calls. And I hope y'all know that I got something, uh, not even something, I got some, some, some stuff for y'all to think about, to ponder on, to question yourself, to question the world about, because that's my job. So, like I always say, I have spoken about the topics, I've put it out there, but I want to know what you guys think. And I don't know why y'all don't put comments in my comment section. Like, I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk to y'all. Like, come on, it's the conversation. I love having conversations, especially stim 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 stimulating conversations. <laughs> it's best that you guys tune in from now on. Because I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And that's a promise. But um, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to turn on that notification bell if you are subscribed. Don't forget to go on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. And subscribe to my podcast. Because some people don't like the audio. Look at me, the audio. So some people don't like the video. They just want the audio. And I would love for you guys to listen to my podcast while you're working out, while you're shopping, while you're doing whatever. And yeah. <laughs> I see you. I hear you. And I love you. Take care of yourselves, man. It's, it's, it's wicked out here. And I'm going to see y'all next Friday. Peace. <laughs>